Sahih Muslim. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Muslim. The English translation is by Nasiruddin al Khattab. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih Muslim, The Book of Drinks. Chapter on the prohibition of khamr, which may be made from the juice of grapes, dried dates, unripe dates, raisins, and other things that intoxicate. It was narrated from Ibn Juraj, who said, Ibn Shahab narrated to me from Ali bin al-Husayn bin Ali, from his father, Husayn bin Ali, from Ali bin Abi Talib, who said, I got an old she-camel from the spoils of war on the day of Badr, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, gave me another she-camel. I made them kneel at the door of a man from among the Ansar, intending to carry idkhir on them to sell it. And there was a goldsmith of Banu Kenuka with me, so that I could use the money to give a wedding feast for my marriage to Fatima. Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib was drinking in that house, and there was a singing girl with him who said, O Hamza, get up and slaughter the fat she-camels. So Hamza attacked them with his sword, cutting off their humps and cutting open their flanks. Then he took out their livers. I said to Ibn Shihab, Did he take out anything from their humps? He said, He cut off their humps and took them away. Ibn Shihab said, Ali said, I looked at a sight that shocked me. I went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Zed bin Haritha was with him, and I told him what had happened. He went out, accompanied by Zed, and I went with him. He entered upon Hamza and expressed his anger to him. Hamza looked up and said, Are you anything more than the slaves of my forefathers? The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, backed off until he departed from them. Ibn Juraj narrated a similar report as number 5127 with this chain of narrators. Hussain bin Ali narrated that Ali said, I had a she-camel that was my share of the spoils of war on the day of Badr. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had also given me a she-camel from the Humus on that day. When I wanted to consummate my marriage to Fatima, the daughter of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, I made a deal with a man who was a goldsmith from Banu Kanuka to go with me so that we could bring some idkhir. I wanted to sell it to the goldsmiths and use the money for my wedding feast. While I was gathering the equipment for my two she-camels, such as saddles, sacks, and ropes, and my two she-camels were sitting by the door of an apartment belonging to an Ansari man, until I collected those things, my two she-camels were attacked. Their humps were cut off, their flanks cut open, and their livers taken out. I could not help weeping when I saw what had happened to them. I said, who did this? They said, Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib did it. He is in his house, drinking with some of the Ansar, and a singing girl is singing to him and his companions. She said in her song, O Hamza, get up and attack that fat she-camel. So Hamza stood up with his sword and cut off their humps, cut open their flanks, and took out their livers. Ali said, I went and entered upon the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and Zad bin Haritha was with him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saw in my face that something had happened. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, What is the matter with you? I said, O Messenger of Allah, by Allah I have never seen anything like today. Hamza attacked my two she-camels. He cut off their humps and cut open their sides. He is there in a house and he is drinking. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, called for his rida, cloak, and put it on. Then he set out walking. 
and Zed bin Haritha and I followed him. When he came to the door of the house in which Hamza was, he asked for permission to enter, and they gave him permission, and they were drinking. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, started to rebuke Hamza for what he had done. Hamza's eyes were red, and he looked at the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Then he lifted his gaze and looked at his knees. Then he lifted his gaze and looked at his waist. Then he lifted his gaze and looked at his face. And Hamza said, Are you anything more than the slaves of my father? The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, realized that he was drunk. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, started backing off and left, and we left with him. A similar report, as number 5,129, was narrated from Az-Zuhri with this chain of narrators. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, I was pouring drinks for the people in the house of Abu Talha on the day that Khamr was forbidden, and they were not drinking anything but date wine made from unripe dates and dried dates. Then a caller cried out and he said, Go out and see. So I went out, and a caller was crying out, Khamr has been forbidden, so it was spilled out in the lanes of Al-Madina. Abu Talha said to me, Go out and spill it. So I went out and spilled it. They said, or some of them said, So-and-so was killed, and -and so-and-so was killed, while wine was in their stomachs. He, one of the narrators, said, I do not know if this was part of the hadith of Anas. And Allah revealed the words, Those who believe and do righteous good deeds, there is no sin on them for what they ate in the past. If they fear Allah by keeping away from His forbidden things, and believe and do righteous good deeds. Quran, Surah Al-Ma'idah, Chapter 5, Verse 93 Abdul Aziz bin Suhaib said, They asked Anas bin Malik about date wine. He said, We did not have any other wine except this date wine of yours that you call Al-Fadiq. I was pouring it for Abu Talha, Abu Ayyub, and some other companions of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in our house. When a man came and said, Have you heard the news? We said, No. He said, Khamr has been forbidden. He said, O Anas, spill these large pitchers. And they did not go back to it or ask about it after hearing the news of that man. Anas bin Malik said, I was looking after the uncles, elders of my tribe, pouring date wine for them, and I was the youngest of them. Then a man came and said, Khamr has been forbidden. They said, Spill it out, O Anas. So I spilled it out. I, the sub-narrator, said to Anas, What was it? He said, Unripe dates and fresh dates. And Abu Bakr bin Anas said, That was their Khamr in those days. Al-Mu'tamir narrated that his father said, Anas said, I was looking after the people, pouring drinks for them. A hadith like that of Ibn Ulayya, number 5133. Except that he said, and Abu Bakr bin Anas said, that was their khamr in those days. Anas was present and Anas did not object to that. Ibn Abdul Ala said, Al-Mu'tamir narrated that his father said, one of those who were with me told me that he heard Anas say, that was their khamr in those days. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, I was pouring drinks for Abu Talha, Abu Dujana, Muadh bin Jabal, and a group of the Ansar when someone came in and said, There is fresh news. It has been revealed that Khamr is forbidden. We spilled it out on that day, and it was a mixture of unripe dates and dry dates. Qatada said, and Anas bin Malik said, Khamr was forbidden, and most of their Khamr in those days was a mixture of unripe dates and dry dates. 
It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, I was pouring drinks for Abu Talha, Abu Dujana, and Suhail bin Baida from a skin which contained a mixture made from unripe dates and dried dates. A hadith like that of Sa'id, number 5135. Anas bin Malik said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade mixing dried dates and unripe dates and drinking the mixture, for that was most of their khamra was on the day when khamra was forbidden. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, I was pouring date wine made from dried dates for Abu Ubaidah bin al-Jarrah, Abu Talha, and Ubay bin Qab, when someone came to them and said, Khamra has been forbidden. Abu Talha said, O Anas, go to this pitcher and break it. So I went and got a pointed stone of ours and I struck the lower part of it until I broke it. Anas bin Malik said, Allah revealed the verse in which Allah forbade khamr, and there was no drink that was drunk in Al-Madina except drinks made from dates. Chapter on the Prohibition of Making Vinegar from Wine It was narrated from Anas that the Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about wine. Should it be made into vinegar? He said no. Chapter on the Prohibition of Using khamr as a Remedy It is not a remedy. It was narrated from Al-Kama bin Wa'il, from his father, Wa'il al-Hadrami, that Tariq bin Suwayd al-Jufi asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, about khamr, and he forbade him or expressed his disapproval of his making it. He said, I only make it as a remedy. He said, it is not a remedy, but it is a disease. Chapter on everything that is taken from the date palm or grapevine and steeped is called khamr. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Khamre comes from these two trees, the date palm and the grapevine. Abu Hurairah said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Khamre comes from these two trees, the date palm and the grapevine. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Khamre comes from these two trees, the grapevine and the date palm. Chapter on, It is disliked to make nabid by mixing dried dates and raisins. Jabir bin Abdullah al-Ansari narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade mixing raisins and dried dates and unripe dates and dried dates. It was narrated from Jabir bin Abdullah al-Ansari that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making nabid with dried dates and raisins together and he forbade making nabid with fresh dates and unripe dates together. Jabir bin Abdullah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not mix fresh dates and unripe dates or raisins and dried dates when making nabid. It was narrated from Jabir bin Abdullah al-Ansari that the Messenger of Allah forbade making nabid with raisins and dried dates together and he forbade making nabid with unripe dates and fresh dates together. It was narrated from Abu Sa'id, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade mixing dried dates and raisins and mixing dried dates and unripe dates. It was narrated that Abu Sa'id said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade us to mix raisins and dried dates and to mix unripe dates and dry dates. A similar report as number 5150 was narrated from Maslama with this chain of narrators. It was narrated that Abu Sa'id al-Khudri said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever among you drinks nabid, let him drink it made from raisins on their own 
or dried dates on their own or unripe dates on their own. Ismail bin Muslim al-Abdi narrated with this chain narrators, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade us to mix unripe dates with dry dates or raisins with dry dates or raisins with unripe dates. He, peace be upon him, said, whoever among you drinks it, and he mentioned a hadith like that of Waqiyah, number 5152. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Abi Qatada that his father said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not make nabid with azawa and fresh dates together, and do not make nabid with raisins and dried dates together. Steep each one of them on its own. Footnote Azawa a type of date that is not ripe but has taken on a reddish or yellowish color. A similar report as number 5154 was narrated from Yahya bin Abi Kathir with this chain of narrators. It was narrated from Abu Qatada that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not make nabid with unripe dates and ripe dates together, and do not make nabid with fresh dates and raisins together. Rather, Steep each one on its own. Yahya said that he met Abdullah bin Abi Qatada and he narrated a similar report to him from his father, from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Yahya bin Abi Kathir narrated it with these two chain of narrators, except that he said fresh dates and azawa and dried dates and raisins. Abdullah bin Abi Qatada narrated from his father that the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade mixing dried dates and unripe dates, and mixing raisins and dried dates, and mixing azawa and fresh dates, and he said, steep each one on its own. A similar hadith as number 5158 was narrated from Abu Qatada from the Prophet, peace be upon him. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade raisins and dried dates, and unripe dates and dried dates, and he said, each of them should be steeped on its own. Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, a similar report as number 5160. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade mixing dried dates and raisins together, or mixing unripe dates and dried dates together. And he wrote to the people of Jurash, forbidding them to mix dried dates and raisins. It was narrated from Ashaybani with this chain of narrators concerning dried dates and raisins, a similar report as number 5162, but he did not mention unripe dates and dried dates. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that he used to say, It was forbidden to make nabith with unripe dates and fresh dates together, or dried dates and raisins together. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, It was forbidden to make nabith with unripe dates and fresh dates together, or dry dates and raisins together. Chapter on the Prohibition of Making Nabith in Al-Muzaffat, Al-Duba, Al-Hantam, and An-Naki. This has been abrogated and now it is permitted, so long as it does not become intoxicating. Footnote 1. Al-Muzaffat is that which is coated with pitch or tar. Similar is Al-Muqayyar. Footnote 2. Hantam is an earthenware jar. Footnote 3. An-Nakir is something that was hollowed out like the stump or a large cut of a date palm tree. It was narrated from Anas bin Malik 
that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making Nabith in gourds and al-Muzaffat. It was narrated from Anas bin Malik that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making Nabith in gourds and al-Muzaffat. Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not make Nabith in gourds or al-Muzaffat. Then Abu Huraira said, And avoid al-Hantam. It was narrated from Wahab from Suhail, from his father from Abu Huraira, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade al-Muzaffat, al-Hantam, and al-Nakir. He said, it was said to Abu Huraira, what is al-Hantam? He said, the green earthenware jars. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to the delegation of Abdul Qas, I forbid you to use gourds, al-Hantam, al-Nakir, and al-Muqayyar. Al-Hantam are skins cut at the top, but drink from your water skins and keep them tied up. It was narrated that Ali said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making Nabith in gourds and al-Muzaffat. This is the hadith of Jarir. According to the hadith of Abthar and Shubha, the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade gourds and al-Muzaffat. It was narrated that Ibrahim said, I said to al-Aswad, did you ask the mother of the believers about what it is makru, undesirable, disliked to make Nabi then? He said, yes. I said, O mother of the believers, tell me what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making Nabi then. She said, he forbade us, the members of his household, to make Nabi in gourds and al-Muzaffat. He said, I said to him, did she not mention al-Hanta and earthenware jars? He said, I only tell you what I heard. Do you want me to tell you what I did not hear? It was narrated from Aisha that the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade gourds and al-Muzaffat. A similar report as number 5173 was narrated from Aisha from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Thumama bin Hazn al-Kushairi said, I met Aisha and asked her about Nabid. She told me that the delegation of Abdul Qais came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and they asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, about Nabid. He forbade them to make Nabith in gourds, and nakir al-Muzaffat, and al-Hantam. It was narrated that Aisha said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade gourds, al-Hantam, and nakir and al-Muzaffat. Ishaq bin Suwaid narrated it with this chain of narrators, except that instead of al-Muzaffat, he said al-Muqayyar. It was narrated that Abu Jamra said, I heard Ibn Abbas say, the delegation of Abdul Qais came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I forbid you to use gourds, al-Hantam, al-Nakir, and al-Muqayyar. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade gourds, al-Hantam, al-Muzaffat, and al-Nakir. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade gourds, al-Hantam, al-Muzaffat, and al-Nakir and mixing al-bala with az-zaw. Footnote. Al-bala, a type of unripe dates that have taken on a slight color, but having less color than az-zaw. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade gourds, al-nakir and al-muzaffat. It was narrated from Abu Sa'id that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making nabid in al-jar. Footnote. Al-jar also a type of earthenware jar or container. It was narrated from Abu Sayyid al-Khudri that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making Nabith in gourds, al-Hantam, al-Nakir, and al-Muzaffat. 
It was narrated from Qatada with this chain of narrators that the Prophet of Allah forbade making Nabith, and he mentioned a similar report as number 5183. It was narrated that Abu Sa'id said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade drinking from Al-Hantha, gourds, and An-Nakir. It was narrated that Sa'id bin Jubair said, I bear witness that Ibn Umar and Ibn Abbas bore witness that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade making Nabith in gourds, Al-Hantham, Al-Muzaffat, and An-Nakir. It was narrated that Sa'id bin Jubair said, I asked Ibn Umar about Nabith, made in earthenware jars. He said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, declared Nabith made in earthenware jars to be haram. I went to Ibn Abbas and said, Have you heard what Ibn Umar is saying? He said, What is he saying? I said, He said the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, declared Nabith made in earthenware jars to be haram. He said, Ibn Umar is telling the truth. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, declared Nabith made in earthenware jars to be haram. I said, What is Nabith made in earthenware jars? He said, Everything, every vessel that is made of earth. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, addressed the people during one of his campaigns. Ibn Umar said, I turned towards him and he moved away before I reached him. I asked, What did he say? They said, He forbade making Nabith in gourds and al-Muzaffat. A hadith like that of Malik, number 5188, was narrated from Ibn Umar, but they did not mention the words during one of his campaigns, apart from Malik and Usama. It was narrated that Thabit said, I said to Ibn Umar, Did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade Nabith made in earthenware jars? He said, They say so. I said, Did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbid it? He said, They say so. It was narrated that Tawas said, A man said to Ibn Umar, Did the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, forbid Nabith made in earthenware jars? He said, Yes. Then Tawas said, by Allah, I heard that from him. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that a man came to him and said, Did the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbid making Nabith in earthenware jars and gourds? He said, Yes. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade earthenware jars and gourds. It was narrated from Ibrahim bin Mesara that he heard Tawus say, I was sitting with Ibn Umar when a man came to him and said, did the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbid Nabith made in earthenware jars, gourds, and al-Muzaffat? He said, yes. It was narrated that Muharib bin Dithar said, I heard Ibn Umar say, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade al-Hantam, gourds, and al-Muzaffat. He said, I heard it more than once. A similar report as number 5195 was narrated from Ibn Umar from the Prophet, peace be upon him. He said, and I think he said, and An-Nakir. It was narrated that Uqba bin Hurayth said, I heard Ibn Umar say, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade earthenware jars, gourds, and al-Muzaffat, and he said, Make Nabith in skins. It was narrated that Jabala said, I heard Ibn Umar say, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade al-Hantam. I said, What are al-Hantam? He said, Earthenware jars. It was narrated that Amr bin Mura said, Zadhan said, I said to Ibn Umar, Tell me about the drinks that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade in your language. Then explain to me in our language, for your language is different than ours. 
He said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade Al-Hantam, which are earthenware jars, Al-Duba, which are squashes, Al-Muzaffat, which are Al-Muqayyir, and An-Nakir, which are date palms from which vessels are fashioned or hollowed out, and he told us to make Nabith in waterskins. Shoba narrated it with this chain of narrators. Abdul Khalik bin Salama said, I heard Sa'id bin al-Musayyib saying, I heard Abdullah bin Umar say beside this mimbar, and he pointed to the mimbar of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. When the delegation of Abdul Qas came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and asked him about drinks, he forbade them to use gourds, al-Nakir, and al-Hantam. I said to him, O Abu Muhammad, what about al-Muzaffat? We thought that he had forgotten them, but he said, I did not hear it that day from Abdullah bin Umar, but he did dislike it. It was narrated from Jabir and Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade al-Nakir, al-Muzaffat, and gourds. Ibn Umar said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbid earthenware jars, gourds, and al-Muzaffat. Jabir bin Abdullah said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade earthenware jars, al-Muzaffat, and al-Nakir. And if the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, could not find anything for Nabith to be made for him, it would be prepared in a bowl made of stone. It was narrated from Jabir bin Abdullah that the Prophet, peace be upon him, would have Nabith prepared for him in a bowl made of stone. It was narrated that Jabir said, Nabith would be made for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in a waterskin. If they could not find a water skin, it would be prepared in a bowl made of stone. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Buraida that his father said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I used to forbid you to drink Nabith except from water skins, but now drink it from all kinds of vessels, but do not drink any intoxicant. It was narrated from Ibn Buraida from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I forbade you to use vessels, because vessels do not make anything halal or haram, and all intoxicants are haram. It was narrated from Ibn Buraida that his father said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I used to forbid you to drink from leather vessels, but now drink from all kinds of vessels, but do not drink any intoxicant. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Amr said, when the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade Nabith in certain vessels, they said, Not all people can afford the right kind of vessels, so he granted a dispensation with regard to unvarnished earthenware jars. Chapter on Every Intoxicant is Khamr, and all Khamr is Haram. It was narrated that Aisha said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was asked about Al-Bitr, Mead. He said, every drink that intoxicates is haram. Aisha said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was asked about mead. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, every drink that intoxicates is haram. It was narrated from Az-Zuhri with this chain, a hadith similar to number 5211. In the hadith of Sufyan and Al-Saleh, it does not say that he was asked about mead which is mentioned in the Hadith of Ma'mar. In the Hadith of Saleh, it says, She heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Every drink that intoxicates is haram. It was narrated that Abu Musa said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent myself and Muad bin Jabal to Yemen. I said, O Messenger of Allah, 
There is a drink that is made in our land that is called al-mizr, beer, which is made of barley, and another called al-bit, mir, which is made of honey. He said, every intoxicant is haram. It was narrated from Sa'id bin Abi Burda, from his father, from his grandfather, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent him and Muath to Yemen, and he said to them, Give glad tidings and make things easy. Teach and do not repulse people. And I think he said, And cooperate. When he turned to leave, Abu Musa came back and said, O Messenger of Allah, they have a drink made of honey which is cooked until it becomes thick, and al-mizr which is made of barley. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Everything that detains a person from as-salah, prayer, is haram. It was narrated that Sa'id bin Abi Burda narrated that his father said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sent me and Muath to Yemen, and he said, Call the people to Islam, give glad tidings, and do not repulse them, make things easy, and do not make them difficult. I said, O Messenger of Allah, advise us about two drinks that we used to make in Yemen. Mead, which is made from honey that is steeped until it becomes strong, and al-mizr, which is made of corn and barley that are steeped until they become strong. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had been given the gift of concise speech, and he said, I forbid every intoxicant that detains a person from as-salah, prayer. It was narrated from Jabir that a man came from Jaishan, and Jaishan is in Yemen, and asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, about a drink that they used to drink in their land, which was made of corn and was called al-mizr. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Is it an intoxicant? He said, Yes. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Every intoxicant is haram. Allah has made a covenant that whoever drinks intoxicants, he will give him to drink of the mud of Al-Khabal. They said, O Messenger of Allah, what is the mud of Al-Khabal? He said, The sweat of the people of hell, or the juice of the people of hell. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Every intoxicant is khamr, and every intoxicant is haram. Whoever drinks khamr in this world and dies when he is addicted to it and has not repented will not drink it in the hereafter. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Every intoxicant is khamr, and every intoxicant is haram. A similar report was narrated from Musa bin Uqba with this chain of narrators. It was narrated by Nafi' that Ibn Umar said, and I do not know if it was from the Prophet, peace be upon him, every intoxicant is khamr, and all khamr is haram. Chapter on the punishment of one who drinks khamr, if he does not repent from it, he will be denied it in the hereafter. It was narrated from Ibn Umar, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever drinks khamr in this world will be denied it in the hereafter. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, Whoever drinks khamr in this world and does not repent from it will be denied it in the hereafter, and he will not be given it to drink. It was said to Malik, a sub-narrator, Did he, that is, Ibn Umar, attribute it to the Prophet, peace be upon him? He said, Yes. It was narrated from Ibn Umar, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever drinks khamr in this world will not drink it in the hereafter, unless he repents. A hadith like that of Ubaidullah, number 5224, was narrated from Ibn Umar, 
from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on the permissibility of Nabith, so long as it has not become strong and has not become intoxicating. Ibn Abbas said, Nabith would be made for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, at the beginning of the night, and he would drink it the next morning. During that day and the night, then during the following day and night, and the next day until Asa. Then, if there was anything left of it, he would give it to his servant to drink or order that it be poured away. It was narrated that Yahya al-Bahrani said, They mentioned Nabith in the presence of Ibn Abbas, and he said, Nabith would be made for him in his skin. Shoba said, On Monday night, and he would drink it on Monday and Tuesday until Asr, then if anything was left, he would give it to his servant to drink or pour it away. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, Raisins would be soaked for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he would drink it for one day, then the next, then the next, until the evening of the third day. Then he would order that it be given to others to drink or be poured away. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, Raisins would be steeped for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in his skin, and he would drink it that day, the next day, and the next day. Then, when evening came on the third day, he would drink it and give it to others to drink, and if there was anything left over, he would spill it out. It was narrated that Yahya bin Omar al-Nakhai said some people asked Ibn Abbas about buying and selling khamr and dealing in it. He said, Are you Muslims? They said, Yes. He said, It is not permissible to buy it, sell it, or deal in it. They asked him about Nabid, and he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, went out on a journey. Then he came back and some of his companions had made Nabith in Al-Hantam and Nakir and gourds. He ordered that it be spilled out. Then he ordered that raisins and water be put in his skin overnight. The next day he drank from it, and the following night, and the next day until evening came. He drank from it and gave it to others to drink, and the following morning he poured away whatever was left of it. Thumama bin Hazan al-Qushayri said, I met Aisha and asked her about Nabith. Aisha called an Abyssinian slave woman and said, Ask her, for she used to make Nabith for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. The Abyssinian woman said, I used to make it for him in a skin at night, which I would tie shut and hang up, and when morning came, he would drink from it. It was narrated that Aisha said, We used to make Nabith for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in a skin that was tied at the top and had a plugged hole in the bottom. We would make the Nabith in the morning and he would drink it in the evening, or we would make it in the evening and he would drink it in the morning. It was narrated that Sahal bin Saad said, Abu Usaid al-Sayyidi invited the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to his wedding, and his wife was serving them that day, and she was the bride. Sahal said, Do you know what she gave the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to drink? She steeped some dates for him the night before in a bowl made of stone. And when he had eaten, she gave him that to drink. It was narrated that Abu Hazim said, I heard Sahal say, Abu Usayd the Sayyidi came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and invited the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. A similar report as number 5234, but he did not say, When he had eaten, she gave him that to drink. It was narrated from Sahal bin Sa'ad with this chain a hadith similar to number 5,234.
And he said, In a bowl made of stone. And when the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had finished eating, she stirred it up for him and gave him that to drink, and she gave that only to him. It was narrated that Sahl bin Sa'ad said, Mention was made to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, of an Arab woman. So he commanded Abu Usaid to send for her. He sent for her and she came and she stayed in the fortress of Banu Sa'idah. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, went out to her and entered upon her and he saw a woman with her head lowered. When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, spoke to her, she said, I seek refuge with Allah from you. He said, You are protected from me. They said to her, Do you know who this is? She said, No. They said, This is the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, who came to propose marriage to you. She said, Then I am most fortunate. Sahal said, Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came and sat that day beneath the pavilion of Banu Sayyidah along with his companions and said, Give us something to drink. So I brought this vessel out to them and gave them something to drink in it. Abu Hazim said, Sahel brought that vessel out and we drank from it. Then after that, Omar bin Abdul Aziz asked him to give it to him as a gift and he gave it to him. According to the report of Abu Bakr bin Ishaq, he said, Give us something to drink, O Sahel. It was narrated that Anas said, I gave the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, all kinds of drinks in this vessel of mine, honey, nabith, water, and milk. Chapter on The Permissibility of Drinking Milk It was narrated that Al-Bara said, Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said, When we set out from Mecca to Al-Madinah with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, we passed by a shepherd. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was thirsty, so I milked a small amount of milk for him and brought it to him, and he drank until I was happy. Al-Bara said, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came from Mecca to Al-Madinah, he was pursued by Suraka bin Malik bin Jisham. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prayed against him, and his horse sank into the sand. He said, Pray to Allah for me, and I will not harm you. So he prayed to Allah. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, became thirsty, and they passed by a shepherd. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq said, I took a vessel and milked a small amount of milk into it for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I brought it to him, and he drank it until I was happy. Abu Huraira said, On the night on which he, peace be upon him, was taken on the night journey in Iliyah, Jerusalem, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was brought two vessels, one of wine and the other of milk. He looked at them and chose the milk. Jibril, peace be upon him, said to him, Praise be to Allah who has guided you to the fitra. If you had chosen the wine, your ummah would have gone astray. Abu Huraira said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was brought a similar report as number 5240, but he did not mention in Iliyah. Chapter on Drinking Nabith and Covering Vessels Jabir bin Abdullah said, Abu Humad al-Sayyidi told me, I brought the Prophet, peace be upon him, a vessel of milk from An-Naki that was not covered. He said, Why did you not cover it, if only with a stick? Abu Humad said, he had been commanded that skins should be tied up at night and doors should be locked at night. Jabir bin Abdullah said, Abu Humad al-Sayyidi told me that he brought the Prophet, peace be upon him, a vessel of milk. A similar report as number 5242. And he, one of the narrators, said, 
Zakariyah did not mention the words of Abu Humaid that night. It was narrated that Jabir bin Abdullah said, We were with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he asked for something to drink. A man said, O Messenger of Allah, shall we not give you some nabid? He said, Yes. The man rushed out and brought a vessel in which was some nabid. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Why didn't you cover it, if only with a stick? Then he drank it. It was narrated that Jabir said, A man called Abu Hamad brought a vessel of milk from An-Nakiyah, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to him, Why didn't you cover it, if only with a stick? Chapter On It is recommended to cover vessels, tie up water skins, close doors, and mention the name of Allah over them. Extinguish lamps and fires when going to sleep, and keep children and animals in after Maghrib. It was narrated from Jabir that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Cover vessels, tie up water skins, close doors, and extinguish lamps, for the shaitan, Satan, does not undo water skins, nor open doors, nor uncover vessels. If one of you cannot find anything but a stick to place over his vessels, or to mention the name of Allah, let him do so. For the mouse may set fire to the people's house. Qutaybah did not mention in his hadith, closed doors. This hadith was narrated from Jabir from the Prophet, peace be upon him, except that he said, cover vessels, and he did not mention putting a stick across vessels. It was narrated that Jabir said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, closed doors, and he mentioned a hadith like that of Alath, number 5245, except that he said, cover vessels, and he said the mouse may set fire to the family's clothes. A similar hadith as number 5245 was narrated from Jabir from the Prophet, peace be upon him. And he said, the mouse may set fire to the house with the occupants inside. Jabir bin Abdullah said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, when the wings of the night spread, or when evening comes, keep your children in, for the devils come out at that time. Then, when part of the night has passed, let them go, and close the doors and mention the name of Allah, for the shaitan, Satan, does not open a closed door. And tie up your water skins and mention the name of Allah, and cover your vessels and mention the name of Allah, even if you only put something over them, and extinguish your lamps. Amr bin Dinad narrated that he heard Jabir bin Abdullah say something similar to what Atta narrated, number 5250. But he did not say, mention the name of Allah, exalted and glorified is he. A report like that of Ra, number 5251, was narrated from Atta and Amr bin Dinar. It was narrated that Jabir said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not let your animals and children go out when the sun has set, until the first part of the night is over, for the devils come out when the sun sets, until the first part of the night is over. A hadith like that of Zuhair, number 5253, was narrated from Jabir from the Prophet, peace be upon him. It was narrated that Jabir bin Abdullah said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Cover the vessels and tie up the water skins, for there is one night in the year when pestilence descends, and it does not pass by any vessel that is not covered or any water skin that is not tied up, but some of that pestilence descends into it. Lath bin Sa'ad narrated a similar report with this chain of narrators except that he said, There is one day in the year when pestilence descends, and at the end of the hadith he added, Al-Lath said, 
the non-Arabs among us protect themselves against that in Qanun al-Awwal. Footnote. Qanun al-Awwal, it is a reference to a Roman month. It is said that it is the third on their calendar and that it begins sometime in December or that it is December, which is more popular now. It was narrated from Salim, from his father, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do not leave fire in your houses when you go to sleep. It was narrated that Abu Musa said, A house burned down with its occupants one night in Al-Madinah, and when the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was told about them, he said, This fire is no more than an enemy to you, so when you go to sleep, extinguish it. Chapter on the etiquette of eating and drinking and rulings thereon. It was narrated that Hudhafa said, When we attended a meal with the Prophet, peace be upon him, we would not place our hands on the food until the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did so first. On one occasion, we attended a meal with him, and a girl came running, as if she was being pushed. She went to place her hand on the food, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, took hold of her hand. Then a Bedouin came as if he was being pushed, and he took hold of his hand. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The shaitan considers food permissible so long as the name of Allah has not been mentioned over it. He brought this girl so that he might make it permissible for himself by means of her, and I took hold of her hand. Then he brought this Bedouin so that he might make it permissible for himself by means of him, and I took hold of his hand. By the one in whose hand is my soul, his hand is in mine, along with hers. It was narrated that Hudhafa bin al-Yaman said, When we were invited to a meal with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he mentioned a hadith like that of Abu Muawiyah, number 5259, but he said, as if he was being chased, and concerning the girl he said, as if she was being chased. And he mentioned the Bedouin's arrival before that of the girl. And at the end of the hadith, he added, Then he, peace be upon him, mentioned the name of Allah and ate. It was narrated from Al-A'mash with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 5260. But he mentioned the girl's arrival before that of the Bedouin. It was narrated from Jabir bin Abdullah that he heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, If a man enters his house and mentions Allah, Glorified and exalted is he. When he enters and when he eats, the shaitan says, You have no place to stay and no dinner. But if he enters and does not mention Allah when he enters, the shaitan says, You have found a place to stay. And if he does not mention Allah when he eats, he says, You have found a place to stay and dinner. Jabir bin Abdullah said that he heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, A hadith like that of Abu Asim, Number 5262, except that he said, If he does not mention the name of Allah when he eats, and if he does not mention the name of Allah when he enters. It was narrated from Jabir that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not eat with the left hand, for the shaitan eats with the left hand. It was narrated from Abu Bakr bin Ubaidullah bin Abdullah bin Omar, from his grandfather Ibn Omar, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When one of you eats, let him eat with his right hand, and when he drinks, let him drink with his right hand, for the shaitan eats with his left hand and drinks with his left hand. It was narrated from Az-Zuhri with the chain of Sufyan. It was narrated from Salim, from his father, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No one among you should eat with his left hand or drink with it, for the shaitan eats with his left hand and drinks with it. 
He said, and Nafe used to add, and he should not take with it or give with it. According to the report of Abu At-Tahir, no one of you should eat. Iyas bin Salama bin Alakwa narrated that his father told him that a man ate with his left hand in the presence of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, eat with your right hand. He said, I cannot. He said, may you never be able to, for nothing was preventing him from doing so but arrogance, and he never raised it to his mouth again. It was narrated from Wahb bin Kaysan that he heard Umar bin Abi Salama say, I was under the care of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and my hand used to wander all over the plate. He, peace be upon him, said to me, O young boy, say the name of Allah and eat with your right hand, and eat from what is nearest to you. It was narrated that Umar bin Abi Salama said, One day I ate with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I started to take meat from all around the plate. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Eat from that which is nearest to you. It was narrated that Abu Sa'id said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade turning water skins upside down and drinking from their mouths. It was narrated that Abu Sa'id al-Khudri said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade drinking from the mouths of water skins. A similar report as number 5272 was narrated from Azori with this chain of narrators. Chapter on Drinking While Standing It was narrated from Anas that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, disapproved of drinking while standing. It was narrated from Anas that the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade drinking whilst standing. Qatada said, We said, what about eating? He said, that is worse or more abhorrent. A similar report as number 5275 was narrated from Anas, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, but he did not mention the words of Qatada. It was narrated from Abu Sayyid al-Khudri that the Prophet, peace be upon him, disapproved of drinking while standing. It was narrated from Abu Sayyid al-Khudri that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade drinking while standing. Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No one among you should drink while standing. Whoever forgets, let him make himself vomit. Chapter on Drinking Zamzam Water While Standing It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, I gave the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, Zamzam water to drink, and he drank it while standing. It was narrated from Ibn Abbas that the Prophet, peace be upon him, drank Zamzam water from a bucket while standing. It was narrated from Ibn Abbas that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, drank Zamzam water while standing. Ibn Abbas said, I gave the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, Zamzam water to drink, and he drank it while standing, and he asked for water while he was at the Kaaba. It was narrated from Shoba with this chain of narrators. In there, Muhammad and Wahb, sub-narrators. Hadith, it says, and I brought it to him in a bucket. Chapter on, it is Makruh. Dislike to breathe into the vessel, and it is mustahab to take three breaths outside the vessel. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Abi Qatada from his father that the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade breathing into the vessel. It was narrated from Anas that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to take three breaths in the vessel. Footnote regarding Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to take three breaths in the vessel. The meaning here is not that he would breathe into the vessel because that would contradict the hadith before it. Rather, the meaning is that he would breathe while drinking from the vessel three times. Minad al-Muna. 
It was narrated that Anas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to breathe three times when drinking, and he would say, It is more thirst-quenching, healthier, and more wholesome. Anas said, And I breathe three times during the drink. A similar report as number 5287 was narrated from Anas, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, In the vessel. Chapter on, it is mustahab to pass water and milk, etc., to the right of the one who drinks first. It was narrated from Anas bin Malik that some milk that had been mixed with water was brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and to his right was a Bedouin, and to his left was Abu Bakr. He drank some, then he gave it to the Bedouin and said, To the immediate right, then to the next on the right. It was narrated that Anas said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, came to Al-Madinah when I was ten years old, and he died when I was twenty years old. My mothers, that is, my mother and my maternal aunts, used to urge me to serve him. He, peace be upon him, entered upon us in our house, and we milked a domestic sheep for him, and mixed it with water from a well in the house. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, drank. Then Omar said to him, as Abu Bakr was sitting to his left, O Messenger of Allah, give it to Abu Bakr. But he gave it to a Bedouin who was on his right, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, To the immediate right, then the next to the right. Anas bin Malik narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came to us in our house, and he asked for something to drink. We milked the sheep for him, then I mixed it with water from this well of mine. He said, I gave it to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, drank, and Abu Bakr was on his left. Omar was in front of him, and a Bedouin was on his right. When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had finished drinking, Omar said, Here is Abu Bakr, O Messenger of Allah, pointing him out to him. But the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, gave it to the Bedouin, and not to Abu Bakr or Omar. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Those who are on the right, those who are on the right, those who are on the right. Anas said, So it is Sunnah, so it is Sunnah, so it is Sunnah. It was narrated from Sahel bin Sa'ad, a Sayyidi, that a drink was brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he drank some. On his right there was a young boy, and on his left were some older men. He said to the young boy, Will you give me permission to give it to these men? The boy said, No, by Allah, I will not give up my share of you to anyone. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, gave it to him in his hand. A similar report as number 5292 was narrated from Sa'ad from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on, it is recommended to lick one's fingers and wipe the bowl and to eat a piece of food that is dropped after removing any dirt on it. It is disliked to wipe one's hand before licking it because of the possibility that the blessing of the food may be in that remaining part. The sunnah is to eat with three fingers. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When one of you eats some food, let him not wipe his hand until he has licked it or had it licked. Ibn Abbas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, When one of you eats some food, let him not wipe his hand until he has licked it or had it licked. It was narrated from Ibn Ka'ab bin Malik that his father said, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, licking his three fingers after eating. Ibn Hatim did not mention the word three. Ibn Abi Shaiba said in his report from Abdurrahman bin Kab from his father.
It was narrated from Ibn Aqab bin Malik that his father said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to eat with three fingers and lick his hand before wiping it. Abdurrahman bin Kab bin Malik, or Abdullah bin Kab, narrated that his father, Kab, told them that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to eat with three fingers, and when he finished, he would lick them. Abdurrahman bin Kab bin Malik and Abdullah bin Kab, or one of them, narrated a similar report as number 5298 from his father, Kab bin Malik, from the Prophet, peace be upon him. It was narrated from Jabir that the Prophet, peace be upon him, enjoined licking one's fingers and wiping the plate, and he said, You do not know in which part the blessing is. It was narrated that Jabir said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If one of you drops a morsel, let him pick it up and remove any dirt on it, then let him eat it and not leave it for the shaitan. And he should not wipe his hand with the cloth until he has licked his fingers, for he does not know in which part of the food the blessing is. A similar report as number 5301 was narrated from Sufyan with this chain of narrators. In their hadith it says, He should not wipe his hand with the cloth until he has licked it or has had it licked. It was narrated that Jabir said, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, The shaitan is present with any one of you in all his affairs, and he is even present with him when he eats. If one of you drops a morsel, let him remove any dirt on it, then eat it, and not leave it for the shaitan. And when he has finished, let him lick his fingers, for he does not know in which part of his food the blessing is. It was narrated from Al-Amash with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 5303. If one of you drops a morsel up to the end of the hadith, but he did not mention the first part of the hadith, the shaitan is present with one of you. It was narrated from Jabir from the Prophet peace be upon him concerning licking. It was narrated from Abu Sufyan from Jabir from the Prophet peace be upon him, and he mentioned the dropped morsel a similar hadith as number 5303. It was narrated from Anas that when the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ate food, he would lick his three fingers, and he said, If one of you drops a morsel, let him remove the dirt from it and eat it, and not leave it for the shaitan. And he commanded us to wipe the platter, and he said, You do not know in which part of your food the blessing is. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, When one of you has eaten, let him lick his fingers, for he does not know in which part of it the blessing is. Hamad narrated it with this chain of narrators, a similar hadith as number 5307, except that he said, Let one of you wipe the plate. And he said, In which part of your food the blessing is, or it is blessed for you. Chapter On what the guest should do if he is accompanied by someone who is not invited by the host. It is recommended for the host to give permission to the one who has accompanied the guest. It was narrated that Abu Masood al-Ansari said, There was a man among the Ansar who was called Abu Shoaib, and he had a slave who was a butcher. He saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and recognized the signs of hunger in his face. He said to his slave, Woe to you! Make us food enough for five people, for I want to invite the Prophet, peace be upon him, as the fifth of five. So he made the food, then he came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and invited him as the fifth of five. Another man followed them, 
and when he reached the door, the Prophet peace be upon him said, This man has followed us. If you wish, you may give him permission, and if you wish, he may go back. He said, No, rather I will give him permission, O Messenger of Allah. A hadith like that of Jabir, number 5309, was narrated from Abu Masood from the Prophet, peace be upon him. This hadith was narrated from Abu Masood from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and from Al-Amash from Abu Sufyan from Jabir, a hadith similar to number 5309. It was narrated from Anas that a Persian neighbor of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was good at making soup. He made some soup for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, then he came to invite him. He said, And this one too? Meaning Aisha. But he said, No. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No, I will not come. He invited him again, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, And this one too? He said, No. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No, I will not come. Then he invited him again, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, And this one too? He said yes, the third time, so they got up and went to his house. Chapter on, It is permissible to take someone else to the house of one who you are certain will approve of that and will not mind. It is recommended to gather to eat. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, went out one day or night, and he met Abu Bakr and Omar. He said, What brings you out of your houses at this hour? They said, Hunger, O Messenger of Allah. He said, Me too, by the one in whose hand is my soul, I have come out for the same reason as you have come out. Get up. So they got up and went with him. And he came to an Ansari man, but he was not at home. When his wife saw him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, she said, Welcome. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to her, Where is so-and-so? She said, He has gone to bring us some fresh water. When the Ansari came, he saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and his two companions. Then he said, Praise be to Allah. No one has more honorable guests today than I. He went and brought them a bunch of unripe dates, dried dates, and fresh dates, and said, Eat some of this. Then he picked up a long knife, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to him, Beware of slaughtering a milch animal. He slaughtered a sheep for them, and they ate from it, and from that bunch of dates, and they drank. When they had eaten and drunk their fill, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to Abu Bakr and Omar, By the one in whose hand is my soul, you will be asked about this blessing on the day of resurrection. Hunger brought you out of your houses, and you did not go back until this blessing came to you. Abu Huraira said, While Abu Bakr was sitting and Omar was with him, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came to them and said, Why are you sitting here? They said, Hunger brought us out of our houses by the one who sent you with the truth. Then he mentioned a hadith like that of Khalaf bin Khalifa. Number 5,313 Jabir bin Abdullah said, When the ditch was dug for the battle of trench, I saw that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was very hungry. I went to my wife and said to her, Do you have anything? For I have seen that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, is very hungry. She brought out a bag in which there was a sa' of barley. We had a lamb, which I slaughtered, and she ground the barley, and she finished when I finished. I cut up the lamb and put it in the pot. Then I went back to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. She said, Do not embarrass me before the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and those who are with him. 
I came to him and whispered to him, saying, O Messenger of Allah, we have slaughtered an animal of ours, and we have ground a sa of barley that we had, so come with a small group. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, called out, O people of the ditch, Jabet had made food for you, come along. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to me, Do not move your pot from the hearth or bake your bread until I come. I came, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came ahead of the people. I came to my wife, and she said, Woe to you! Woe to you! I said, I did what you told me. She brought out our dough for him, and he spat in it and blessed it. Then he went to our pot and spat in it and blessed it. Then he said, Call a woman to bake with you and serve food from your pot, but do not remove it from the hearth. There were one thousand men, and I swear by Allah that they ate until they left and went away, and our pot was still brimming as before, and our dough was still being baked as before. Anis bin Malik said, Abu Talha said to Umm Sulaim, I have heard the voice of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sounding weak, and I know that he is hungry. Do you have anything? She said yes, and she brought out some loaves of barley. Then she took a head cover of hers and wrapped the bread in part of it. Then she put that beneath my garment and covered me with part of it. Then she sent me to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. I took it and I found the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sitting in the masjid, and the people were with him. I stood near them, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Has Abu Talha sent you? I said, Yes. He said, Is it concerning food? I said, Yes. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to those who were with him, Get up. He set out, and I set out ahead of them, until I came to Abu Talha, and I told him. Abu Talha said, O Umm Sulaim, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, has come with the people, and we do not have enough to feed them. She said, Allah and his Messenger know best. Abu Talha went out and met the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came with him until they both entered. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Bring me what you have, O Umm Sulaim. She brought that bread, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered that it be broken into small pieces. Then Umm Salam squeezed ghee over it from a small skin and seasoned it. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said over it what Allah willed he should say. Then he said, Give permission for ten to enter. He gave them permission, and they ate until they were full. Then they left. Then he said, Give permission for ten to enter. He gave them permission, and they ate until they were full. Then they left. He said, Give permission for ten to enter, until all the people had eaten their fill, and there were seventy or eighty men. Anas bin Malik narrated, Abu Talha sent me to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to invite him, as he had made some food. I came and found the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, with the people. He looked at me, and I felt shy, so I said, Accept the invitation of Abu Talha. He said to the people, Get up. Abu Talha said, O Messenger of Allah, I only made something for you. He said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, touched it and prayed that it might be blessed. Then he said, Admit a group of my companions, ten men. And he said, Eat. He brought out something for them from between his fingers, and they ate until they were full, then they left. Then he said, Admit another ten, and they ate and left. 
They kept coming and going, ten by ten, until there was no one left who had not come in and eaten his fill. Then he collected it, and it was as it had been when they ate from it. Anas bin Malik said, Abu Talha sent me to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he narrated a hadith like that of Ibn Numair, number 5317, except that he said at the end, Then Abu Talha took what was left and gathered it together, then he prayed that it might be blessed, and it became as it had been at first, and he said, Take this. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, Abu Talha told Umm Sulaim to make some food for the Prophet, peace be upon him, just for him. Then he sent me to him, and he quoted the same hadith, number 5317, and he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, put his hand on it and said the name of Allah over it. Then he said, Give permission for ten to enter. He gave them permission and they came in, and he said, Eat and mention the name of Allah. And they ate until eighty men had done that. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the members of the household ate after that, and there was still some food left over. This story about the food of Abu Talha was narrated from Anas bin Malik, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, Abu Talha stood at the door until the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came, and he said to him, O Messenger of Allah, it is only a small amount. He said, Bring it, for Allah will bless it. This hadith was narrated from Anas bin Malik, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ate, and the members of the household ate, and what was left over they sent to their neighbors. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, Abu Talha saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, lying in the masjid, turning from his back to his stomach because of hunger. He went to Umm Sulaim and said, I have seen the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, lying in the masjid, turning from his back to his stomach, and I think that he is hungry. And he quoted the hadith similar to number 5317 and said, Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, Abu Talha, Umm Salam, and Anas bin Malik ate, and there was some left over, so we gave it to our neighbors. Anas bin Malik said, I came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I found him sitting with his companions and talking to them and he had bound his stomach with a cloth. Usama, a narrator, said, And I am not sure whether he had tied a stone to it. I, Anas, said to some of his, peace be upon him, companions, Why has the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, bound his stomach? They said, Because of hunger. I went to Abu Talha, who was the husband of Umm Sulaim bin Timilhan, and I said, O oh, my father, I have seen the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, with his stomach bound with a cloth. And I asked some of his companions, and they said, It is because of hunger. Abu Talha entered upon my mother and said, Is there anything? She said, Yes, I have some pieces of bread and some dates. If the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, comes to us on his own, we can give him enough for him to eat his fill. But if someone else comes with him, it will not be enough for them. Then he mentioned the rest of the story, as in hadith number 5317. A similar hadith as number 5317 was narrated from Anas bin Malik from the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the food of Abu Talha, with a different chain of narrators. Chapter on It is permissible to eat soup, and it is recommended to eat squash, and for the people eating together to show preference to one another even if they are guests, so long as the host does not object to that. Anas bin Malik said, A tailor invited the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to a meal that he had made. 
Anas bin Malik said, I went with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to that meal, and he offered to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, some barley bread and some soup containing squash and strips of meat. Anas said, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, looking for the squash on all sides of the dish. He said, I have not stopped liking squash since that day. It was narrated from Thabit that Anas said, A man invited the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I went with him. He brought some soup containing squash, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, started to eat that squash, and he liked it. When I saw that, I started to pass it to him and not eat it myself. And Anas said, Since that time I have not stopped liking squash. It was narrated from Anas bin Malik that a man who was a tailor invited the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he, the narrator, added, Thabit said, I heard Anas say, No food was made for me after that in which squash could be added, but it was added. Chapter On It is recommended to take the stones out of dates, and it is recommended for the guest to pray for the host and to ask a righteous guest to dua, supplication, and he should respond to that request. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Basra said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came to my father, and we offered him some food and some watbah. Then some dates were brought, and he started eating them, putting the stones between his fingers and holding his forefinger and middle finger together. Shoba said, I think we learned from this that one may hold the date stones between two fingers. Inshallah. Then some drink was brought, and he drank it. Then he passed it to the one who was on his right. My father said, taking hold of the reins of his riding animal, Pray to Allah for us. He said, Allahumma barik, lahum fi ma razaktahum, faghfir lahum, farhamhum. O Allah, bless them in that which you have provided for them, and forgive them and have mercy on them. Footnote, Watbah is a mixture of dates, dried cottage cheese, and cooking fat. It was narrated from Shubha with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 5,328, but he did not express any doubt about holding the date stones between his fingers. Chapter on Eating Cucumbers with Fresh Dates It was narrated that Abdullah bin Jafar said, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, eating cucumbers with fresh dates. Chapter on It is recommended to be humble when eating and how to sit. Anas bin Malik said, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, muqayyan, sitting and eating dates. Footnote, regarding sitting and eating dates, it is sitting on his hindquarters on his calves, an-Nawawi. It was narrated that Anas said, Some dates were brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, started distributing them while sitting, eating some of them quickly. Chapter on the prohibition of eating two dates, etc. at a time when eating with a group, except with the permission of one's companions. Jabala bin Suham said, Ibn Az-Zubair used to provide us with dates as the people had been stricken with famine at that time. We were eating and Ibn Umar passed by us while we were eating and he said, Do not eat two together, for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade eating two together unless a man asks his brother for permission. Shoba, a narrator, said, I think that these are the words of Ibn Umar, that is, about asking permission. It was narrated from Shoba with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 5,333. Their hadith does not mention the words of Shoba or the comment that the people had been stricken with famine at that time. 
It was narrated that Jabala bin Suhaim said, I heard Ibn Umar say, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbade a man to eat two dates at once unless he asked permission from his companions. Chapter on Storing Dates and Other Provisions for One's Children It was narrated from Aisha that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, No household will go hungry if they have dates. It was narrated that Aisha said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, O Aisha, a house in which there are no dates, its people will go hungry. O Aisha, a house in which there are no dates, its people will go hungry. He said it two or three times. Chapter on the Virtue of the Dates of Al-Madina It was narrated from Amir bin Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas from his father that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever eats seven dates from the area between the two lava fields in the morning, no poison will harm him until evening comes. Amir bin Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas said, I heard Sa'ad say, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Whoever eats seven ajwa dates in the morning, he will not be harmed by any poison or witchcraft that day. A similar report as number 5339 was narrated from Hashim bin Hashim with this chain from the Prophet, peace be upon him. It was narrated from Aisha that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, In the Ajwa dates of Al-Aliyah, villages to the east of Al-Madinah, there is healing, or they are an antidote first thing in the morning. Chapter on the Virtue of Truffles and Treating the Eyes with Them It was narrated that Sa'id bin Zaid bin Amr bin Nufal said, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, Truffles are a kind of manna, and their juice is a healing for the eyes. Sa'id bin Zaid said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Truffles are a kind of manna, and their juice is a healing for the eyes. It was narrated from Sa'id bin Zaid from the Prophet, peace be upon him, Shoba, a narrator, said, When Al-Hakam narrated it to me, I did not find it strange because of the, the previous versions of the Hadith of Abdul Malik, number 5342. It was narrated that Sa'id bin Zaid bin Amr bin Nufal said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Trifles are a kind of manna, which Allah sent down to the children of Israel, and their juice is a healing for the eyes. It was narrated from Amr bin Hurath from Sa'id bin Zaid that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Truffles are a kind of manna that Allah sent down to Musa, peace be upon him, and their juice is a healing for the eyes. Sa'id bin Zaid said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Truffles are a kind of manna that Allah sent down to the children of Israel, and their juice is a healing for the eyes. It was narrated that Sa'id bin Zaid said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Truffles are a kind of manna, and their juice is a healing for the eyes. Chapter on the Virtue of the Black Fruit from the Arak Tree It was narrated that Jabir bin Abdullah said, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Mar al-Zahran, and we were picking the fruit of the Arak Tree. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You should choose the black ones. We said, O Messenger of Allah, it is as if you once tended sheep. He said, Yes. Was there any prophet who did not tend sheep? Or words to that effect. Chapter on the virtue of vinegar and using it as a condiment. It was narrated from Aisha that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, What an excellent condiment is vinegar. 
Suleiman bin Bilal narrated it with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 5350. It was narrated from Jabir bin Abdullah that the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked his family for condiments, and they said, We do not have anything but vinegar. He called for it and started eating it, saying, What an excellent condiment vinegar is! What an excellent condiment vinegar is! Jabir bin Abdullah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, took me by the hand one day and led me to his house, and some pieces of bread were brought to him. He said, Is there any condiment? They said, No, except a little vinegar. He said, Vinegar is an excellent condiment. Jabir said, I have not stopped liking vinegar since I heard that from the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him. Talha said, I have not stopped liking vinegar since I heard that from Jabir. Jabir bin Abdullah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, took him by the hand and led him to his house. A hadith like that of Ibn Ulayya, number 5353, up to the words, what an excellent condiment vinegar is, and he did not mention what came after that. Jabir bin Abdullah said, I was sitting in a house and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, passed by me. He gestured to me, so I stood up and he took hold of my hand and we set off until we came to the apartment of one of his wives. He went in, then he gave me permission to enter and I entered beyond the curtain. He said, Is there anything for breakfast? They said, Yes. Three loaves of bread were brought to him, which they put on a tray of palm leaves. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, took one loaf and put it in front of him, and he took another loaf and put it in front of me. Then he took the third loaf and broke it in two, putting one half in front of him and one in front of me. Then he said, Is there any condiment? They said, No, except a little vinegar. He said, Bring it. What an excellent condiment it is. Chapter on, It is permissible to eat garlic but the one who is going to address prominent people should refrain from eating it, and the same applies to other similar foods. It was narrated that Abu Ayyub al-Ansari said, When food was brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, he would eat some of it and send the leftovers to me. One day, he sent food of which he had not eaten anything because there was garlic in it. I asked him, Is it haram? He said, No, but I dislike it because of its smell. He said, And I dislike that which he disliked. It was narrated from Shoba with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 5357. It was narrated from Abu Ayyub that the Prophet, peace be upon him, came and stayed in his house. The Prophet, peace be upon him, stayed on the lower floor and Abu Ayyub was on the top floor. Abu Ayyub got up one night and said, We are walking above the head of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. So they moved aside and spent the night in a corner. Then he spoke to the Prophet, peace be upon him, about that. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The lower floor is more comfortable. He said, I will not live on a roof beneath which you are. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, moved to the upper floor, and Abu Ayyub moved to the lower floor. He used to make food for the Prophet, peace be upon him, and when it was brought back to him, he would ask where his fingers had touched it, and he would follow the place where his fingers had been. He made him some food that contained garlic, and when it was brought back to him, he asked where his fingers had touched it, and it was said to him, he did not eat any of it. He got worried and went up to him and said, Is it haram? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, No, but I do not like it. He said, I dislike what you dislike.
He said, And the revelation used to come to the prophet. Peace be upon him. Chapter on Honoring Guests and the Virtue of Showing Preference to One's Guest It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, A man came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, I am starving. He sent word to one of his wives, and she said, By the one who has sent you with the truth, I do not have anything but water. Then he sent word to another of his wives, and she said something similar, until all of them had said that. No, by the one who has sent you with the truth, I do not have anything but water. He said, Who will host this man tonight? And Allah will have mercy on him. An Ansari man stood up and said, I will, O Messenger of Allah. He took him to his house and said to his wife, Do you have anything? She said, No, only the food for my children. He said, Distract them with something. Then when our guest comes in, extinguish the lamp and make him think that we are eating. Then, when he wants to eat, go to the lamp and extinguish it. They sat, and the guest ate, and the following morning he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, who said, Allah is pleased with what you two did for your guest last night. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that an Ansari man had a guest one night, and he did not have anything but food for himself and his children. He said to his wife, Put the children to sleep and extinguish the lamp, then serve what you have to the guest. He said, and this verse was revealed, and give them emigrants preference over themselves even though they were in need of that. Quran, Surah Al-Hashr, chapter 59, verse 9. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, A man came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to be hosted as a guest, but he did not have anything to offer him. He said, Won't some man host him, and Allah will have mercy on him? An Ansari man who was called Abu Talha stood up and took him to his house. And he quoted a hadith like that of Jarir, number 5359, and he mentioned the revelation of the verse as Waqiyah mentioned it, number 5360. It was narrated that Al-Mikdad said, I came with two companions of mine, and our hearing and sight had been affected by hunger. We presented ourselves to the companions of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, but none of them could host us. We came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he took us to his family. There were three goats there, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Milk them, and we will share the milk. We used to milk them, and each one of us would drink his share, and we would set aside the Prophet's share for him. He would come at night and would say salam in such a manner that would not wake one who was sleeping, but one who was awake would hear it. Then he would go to the masjid and pray, then he would come to his drink and drink it. One night, the shaitan came to me when I had drunk my share and said, Muhammad, peace be upon him, has gone to the Ansar and they are offering him hospitality, and he will have with them something that will leave him in no need of this draft of milk. So I went and drank it. And when it had penetrated deeply into my stomach, and I realized that it was too late, the shaitan made me regret it, and he said, Woe to you! What have you done? Have you drunk the drink of Muhammad, peace be upon him? He will come and will not find it. Then he will pray against you, and you will be doomed, and you will be a loser in this world and in the hereafter. I had a sheet over me. If I covered my feet with it, my head was exposed. And if I covered my head with it, my feet were exposed. I could not sleep, but my two companions had gone to sleep, and they had not done what I had done. The Prophet, peace be upon him, came and said salam as he usually did. Then he went to the masjid and prayed, 
Then he came to his drink and uncovered it, and he did not find anything in it. He looked up at the sky, and I said, Now he is praying against me, and I am doomed. But he said, O Allah, feed those who have fed me, and give drink to those who have given me to drink. I wrapped the blanket tightly around me, and I took a knife and went to the goats to see which of them was the fattest, so that I could slaughter it for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. But its udder was full of milk, and they all had udders full of milk. I went to a vessel that belonged to the family of Muhammad, peace be upon him, that they used for milking, and I milked the goat into it until it filled with foam, and I brought it to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, Did you have your drinks tonight? I said, O Messenger of Allah, drink. He drank and handed it back to me. I said, O Messenger of Allah, drink. He drank, then handed it back to me. When I realized that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had drunk his fill, and I had earned the blessing of his supplication, I laughed so much that I fell to the ground. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Have you been up to no good, O Migdad? I said, O Messenger of Allah, what happened is such and such, and I did such and such. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, This is nothing but a mercy from Allah. Glorified and exalted is he. Why didn't you tell me so that we could have woken our two companions, and they could have had some? I said, By the one who has sent you with the truth, if you get your share and I get some with you, I would not care whoever else gets some. Suleiman bin al-Mughira narrated it with this chain of narrators, a similar hadith as number 5362. It was narrated that Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr said, we were one hundred and thirty men with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Does any one among you have any food? One man had a sa' of foodstuff or the like, so he made some dough. Then a man, a tall mushrik, idolater, with disheveled hair, came along with some sheep that he was driving. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Will you sell one or give it as a gift? He said, No, I will sell it. So he bought a sheep from him, and it was slaughtered and prepared. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered that its liver be grilled. By Allah, there was no one among those 130 who was not given his share of that liver by the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. If he was present, he gave it to him, and if he was absent, he set it aside for him. And he set out two large bowls from which we all ate our fill, and there was some left over, which I loaded onto a camel. Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr narrated that the people of Asufa were poor people, and on one occasion, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever has enough food for two people, let him take three with him. And whoever has enough food for four people, let him take a fifth or a sixth with him, or words to that effect. Abu Bakr took three people with him, and the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, took ten. Abu Bakr took three, and he, the narrator, said, That was me and my father and my mother. And I do not know if he said, And my wife and a servant whom we shared with the household of Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr ate dinner with the Prophet, peace be upon him. Then he stayed until Isha prayer was offered. Then he went back and stayed until the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, became drowsy. And he came after as much of the night had passed as Allah willed. His wife said to him, What kept you away from your guests? Or she said, Your guest. He said, Have you not given them dinner? She said, They refused to eat until you came. They brought the food to them, but they insisted on not eating. I went and hid myself, and he said, O oh, ignorant fellow! And he reprimanded me and berated me. 
He said, Eat, but you may not enjoy it. And he said, By Allah, I will never eat it. By Allah, we did not take any morsel, but there appeared beneath it more of it until we had eaten our fill, and there was more of it than before. Abu Bakr looked at it and saw that it was as it had been before or more than that. He said to his wife, O sister of Banu Firas, what is this? She said, No, O apple of my eye, now it is three times more than it was before. Abu Bakr ate some of it and said, That was from the shaitan, meaning his oath. Then he ate a morsel of it and took it to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, found it in the morning. He said, There was a treaty between us and some people which came to an end, and we were divided into twelve groups, each of which was headed by a man, and Allah knows best how many were with each man. But the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent a leader with each group, and all of them ate from it. It was narrated that Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr said, Some guests came to stay with us, and my father used to go and talk to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, at night. He set out and said, O Abdurrahman, serve food to the guests. When evening came, we brought food to them, but they refused to eat and said, Not until the head of the households comes and eats with us. I said to them, He is a strict man, and if you do not do it, I am afraid that I will be in trouble with him but they refused. When he came, the first thing he did was to ask, Did you serve your guests? They said, No, by Allah, we did not. He said, Did I not tell Abdurrahman to do that? I hid from him, and he said, O Abdurrahman, I hid from him, but he said, O ignorant lad, I adjure you, if you can hear my voice, to come here. So I came and I said, By Allah, it is no fault of mine. They are your guests. Ask them. I brought them some food, but they refused to eat until you come. He said, What is the matter with you? Will you not accept our hospitality? Abu Bakr said, By Allah, I will not eat tonight. They said, By Allah, we will not eat until you eat. He said, I have never seen a worse night than tonight. Woe to you! What is the matter with you? Why do you not accept our hospitality? Then he said, What I did at first was from the shaitan. Bring the food. So the food was brought, and he said the name of Allah, and ate, and they ate. When morning came, he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, they fulfilled their oath, but I broke mine. He said, Rather, you are the most sincere of them, and you are the best of them. He said, And I did not hear of any expiation. Chapter On The Virtue of Sharing a Small Amount of Food, and the Food of Two is Sufficient, or Three, and so on. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The food of two is sufficient for three, and the food of three is sufficient for four. Jabir bin Abdullah said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, The food of one is sufficient for two, and the food of two is sufficient for four, and the food of four is sufficient for eight. A hadith like that of Ibn Juraj, number 5368, was narrated from the Prophet, peace be upon him. It was narrated that Jabir said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The food of one is sufficient for two, and the food of two is sufficient for four. It was narrated from Jabir that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The food of one man is sufficient for two men, and the food of two men is sufficient for four, and the food of four is sufficient for eight. 
Chapter on the believer eats in one intestine and the kafir disbeliever eats in seven intestines. It was narrated from Ibn Omar that the Prophet peace be upon him said, The kafir disbeliever eats in seven intestines and the believer eats in one intestine. A similar report as number 5372 was narrated from Ibn Umar from the Prophet peace be upon him. Nafi'ah said, Ibn Umar saw a poor man and he put some food in front of him and put more and he started to eat a great deal. He said, Do not let this man enter upon me for I heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him say, The disbeliever eats in seven intestines. It was narrated from Jabir and Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The believer eats in one intestine, and the disbeliever eats in seven intestines. A similar report as number 5375 was narrated from Jabir, but he did not mention Ibn Umar. It was narrated from Abu Musa that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The believer eats in one intestine, and the disbeliever eats in seven intestines. A similar hadith was narrated from Abu Huraira from the Prophet, peace be upon him. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, hosted a guest who was a disbeliever. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered that a sheep be milked for him, and he drank it. Then another, and he drank it. Then another, and he drank it, until he had drunk the milk of seven sheep. Then, the next morning, he became Muslim. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered that a sheep be milked for him, and he drank it. Then he ordered that another be milked, but he did not finish it. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The believer eats in one intestine, and the disbeliever eats in seven intestines. Chapter on Do Not Criticize Food It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, never criticized any food. If he liked something, he would eat, and if he disliked it, he would leave it. Suleiman al-Amash narrated a similar report as number 5380 with this chain of narrators. A similar report was narrated from Sufyan, from al-Amash, with this chain of narrators. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, I never saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, criticize any food. If he liked it, he ate it. And if he did not like it, he remained silent. A similar report as number 5383 was narrated from Abu Huraira from the Prophet, peace be upon him.